So it's Saturday okay. night, December 26th, and Tour Hello. to the Wonderful yeah, is doing its Westchester tour. Doing this Facebook Live? Yeah, we're gonna go Facebook Live. And we're gonna do Havdalah, look at this. Oh. Where's the rabbi? You got a mask on. Hey, I'm Rabbi Jeff Blickman with Temple Beth Hillel in South Windsor, Connecticut, but we're not in South Windsor, Connecticut. Shavua Tov! Tov. We're in New York, and we're at the, the house Hello. of the Nissen Blatts. Shavua Tov, Temple Beth Hillel. Okay. When you plant a field, you don't own the corners of it. It's in the book of Leviticus, chapter 19, and other places. You bought the land, you bought the seeds, you cleared the land, you prepared the soil, you planted it, you nurtured it, you, and you did that, and you waited four months. You do not own the corners of your field. They do not belong to you. There's stuff that's my stuff and there's stuff that's your stuff. And the difference between them, you could say there's a line or a wall between them, between what's mine and what's yours. Uh, and I'm gonna tell you that that wall is mostly an illusion. Everything we have belongs to God. If you work harder or you're more in, ingenious in figuring something out or you get something that people want, you will have more things that you're responsible for. That doesn't mean that they are yours. Mindy and uh, Rabbi Jeff, I'm so envious of this journey you're about to embark on. And as you embark on this journey, I would like to somehow go with you a little bit. So I'm tasking you guys to be my shaliach mitzvah, my messenger of doing a mitzvah, of doing a good deed. I'm going to give you a small donation to take along the way. There is a Jewish tradition that if somebody is embarking on a dangerous journey, and I, th I think in these times of COVID, this counts as a dangerous journey. If you give somebody a little bit of money to donate somewhere, they are tasked with doing that mitzvah, no harm will come to them along the way. So we just finished um, getting blessings and now Jeff wanted to drive to this parking lot at Cunningham Park in Queens, New York. And this is the place, scene of the crime, where life, life took, took a, a turn, turn to the wonderful. That's when Jeff and I met for the first time here in this park. It had to be in a place not near my house because Jeff was a stranger at the time. What do I remember from it? I thought, she's a widow, and I thought, is she stuck on her past husband? How can I help her still honor his name if I want to be with her? That's an important thing. And I was just quite smitten. You know how you look at the woods and it looks like a bunch of different trees? Or you can look at the woods and you can say, oh, well, there's a hickory that's good for, you know, for making handles and... There's some fallen oak and maple that we can, that's good firewood and it looks like it's pretty dry. Or you can look at a, you can look at the woods and you can see each individual leaf. And you look at them and you see the way that they dance and each one sort of dances in harmony. And, and you just look and you see that clarity. That was my clarity to life. I, I was just totally smitten and in love. So he comes the following Saturday. <laughs> He's a reform rabbi, this Jeff Glickman. Divorced reform rabbi, mid-40s with five kids. And he comes with a shirt that has a hole under the sleeve. They're right under here. We were married 11 months later. 
All right, so, so what's the first stop? What do you mean the first stop? We're here, ain't we? This is like the pre-tour. This is the pre-tour. The pre-tour. Wait a minute. What'd you just say? You miss hugging me? Hugging you guys. Aw. Yes. We you miss too. hugging you. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So are you up to sitting? We have socially distanced sitting down if your time allows. If it's outside. So what are you doing home? I never, I didn't know you ever came uh, home. Actually, I came back last night. I was uh, working for seven days nonstop. <gasps> it's the it's been uh, the so last been week. Really last week was yeah. quite brutal. First 24 hours, I lost three patients. Oh my God. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing is that when you're putting them on a machine, you're talking to the families before them and, and they're actually having a video conference with their families. And then the conversations are very emotional because what's going through everybody's mind is that this is the last time you're gonna talk to your loved one. So today is my day back and I'm so happy. I can't I saw my wife after a week. Yeah, he's been, he's been gone. You remember each other? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do. That's the only memory I have. <laughs> He's been busy. So tell me, how how is this trip going to be? Where where are you going to go? Well, what other steps? Every day we're visiting three, four, five different uh, places where the needy go to get their needs met, and we're probably going to donate to twenty to ten thousand or twenty thousand different charities. Are you still going to do the congregation? Yeah. It's Leviticus chapter 19. Don't stand and do nothing while your neighbor is bleeding. We're not staying home. There's a lot of hurting. There's a lot of bleeding going on. And we can't just stand around and do nothing. We have to do something. Well, what I think is so appropriate about all of this is this is a time of isolation. And you are taking us out of our isolation to see what you are seeing and learn what you are learning. And I think as the winter goes on, we're feeling more and more closed in. And this is just going to get everybody out into the world. I would like to be the first person to take a poop in your van. I'd like to break it in, yes. Everywhere is local and helping out locally is really, really important. As opposed to giving it to a big institution, do it on a local level. And, and do a lot of different local places because everywhere is local. Everywhere affects us. I, I, I kept listening to, the, to just about every single sermon that this rabbi gave. And over and over and over again, this rabbi kept talking about how tzedakah heals from debt and how tzedakah is so powerful and how it helps the person that gives more than it helps the recipient. This rabbi kept talking and talking, and I listened to just about every one of those, every one of his sermons, and I and it sunk in, and so I'm I'm doing this. What rabbi was that? Me. <laughs> We're here with Rabbi Manus Kogan at the start of our trip. He's got money in his okay. hand. Okay. Yes. So the money is for you, so you can give it in tzedakah across. Okay. Bless Jeff and Mindy in this wonderful trip that they begin today. May it go well with blessings. May you be spared from any aggravation along the way. May you meet wonderful people, bring wonderful stories, share wonderful experiences. Go in peace. Come with this wonderful thing that you are taking, <laughs> which makes me jealous. And maybe one day we'll borrow and let us say, Amen. 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 So now what we go, you take a quarter inch off the tailpipe, is that part of this? Yes. <laughs> we're going to be hopping in a van and we're going to be driving for about a month. 
and on almost every day we're going to have like three stops with the United Way and ask them the question, what are the needs of the community and what are you doing to meet those needs? And look at, from outside, two or three different places with each United Way and talk with some of the, the people who do amazing heroic work, but they really haven't been publicized for what they do. We're going to go to NPR stations and we're going to ask them the question, what is it that people really need to hear and they have a hard time hearing it? And why do they have a hard time hearing it? We're going to go to synagogues and we're going to say, what you're doing is tremendous and we don't just want to support you, we want to be a part of your team. We want to be a member and support you. And show us what you're doing. Tell us, and we're going to tell you you're not alone. And if someone wants us to teach a class or to do some rabbinic things along the way, we're, we're happy to. I'll even play my flute. So when I met Mindy, I had said, life has taken a turn to the wonderful. And that was actually on our wedding invitations, that life has taken a turn to the wonderful. And it's kind of whimsical and it's kind of open-ended, but it's nice. It's kind of works. So now here we have an opportunity. What do we call it? We call it tour. T-O-U-R. Tour to the wonderful. Bye, house. So look at this. You're listening closely. Listen closely. Did you hear that? <laughs> what are we doing? Ah! Um, the beginning of wisdom is awe. The beginning, the, the first rule of tzedakah, of doing tzedakah, is you have to be amazed by what you're looking at. And so that's what wonder deals with. Now, I, I love wordplays. Do you know what's even better than wonderful? Wonderfuler. Or, or do you know what's even better than that? Tutorful. Do you know what's twice as good as tutorful? Forderful. You're, you're, oh, you're catching on. to the wonderful podcast is produced by turn to the wonderful and andrew schwartz the team includes ricky mcgregor ben fiedler yona kiak and our leader kate bellitz music by the underscore orchestra and mindy glickman special thanks to micah seth andrew linda and marty to john rachel margot ariel and rabbi manis kogan to iris alan ginger edna tack sophia and sue special thanks to judy marion judy kelly eric carrie and dexter to Gary, Saud, Yusra, Amy, Brian, June, Monica, Malcolm, Leo, and Julia. Next up, the Glickmans embark on their journey to meet local heroes across America. Join us next time, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.